What's going on with you? Um, nothing much. Just eight, eighth quarter. Things are picking up, getting ready for clinic. It's exciting, but kind of scary at the same time. Cause there's like a lot of stuff they want us to know in like a short period of time. So it's a little overwhelming, but I think I'm getting a good grip on it. So. Yeah. It always feels that way. It doesn't change. <laughs> yeah. Been practicing my adjustments a lot still keeping up with that. Um, just been, you know, bugging my classmates, friends, um, just getting up every opportunity possible. Like I think after the seminar, I kind of got like a huge burst of like motivation and I just like have been just still riding that for like the longest period of time. Awesome, man. That's really good to hear. That's really cool. You seemed, uh, you seem like that guy that has that push and that mentality to just uh, gain a bunch of knowledge, you know, anywhere you can get it. Kind of got that vibe from you. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I kind of just try to think of myself like uh, like a sponge and like absorb whatever I can, um, yeah. especially in outside of school context as well. And like in terms of practical application stuff, yeah. um, like adjusting and stuff like that, just because I feel like at school, a lot of the time kind of gets taken up by them trying to teach what the board is going to teach, which a lot of that is like diagnosing PI Williams and like the kind of the bone out of place stuff. And so, because they, they have to teach that for the boards, right? Whether they agree with it or not, which a good chunk of the professors don't, but then there are some that do. Um, and it's like, they have to teach it for the boards. And so it's like, they don't really have time to always teach the stuff that's actually like useful. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, so. we, I feel like we all felt very similar. I mean, you, you're going to feel really ready for the boards. I mean, one of the one of the things that people forget about when you take part four boards is like they test you on confidence. Mm. You know, so if you're constantly worrying about I to S, M to L, P to A, you know, that's just that's just such a small smidgens of your score. You know, you should be able to look like you know what you're going to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like I can kind of tell when I see people adjust the people who are like overly focused on like those things like line of drive as opposed to just like their execution and their like their force their body positioning and all that um and it's like i think those sometimes those things just get overemphasized just because that's what the boards is going to ask you after that adjustment you know what i mean yeah so uh how's the personal training business going it's going well um it's been doing good lately i've picked up a couple new clients this year already um continuing to sort of grow that and just mostly through word of mouth i was actually talking to um, an ad uh, an advertisement sort of agency to see if i could work on work some online ads but yeah. it's like the whole time commitment is probably beyond what i have to be able to like facilitate that and to facilitate i guess that level of growth at this time like i feel like i would get more out of it once i'm out of sort of the busy part of school and then work on the online ads to try to push my push like 50, 60, 70 clients. Um, because that, that's, that would also be beyond what I could really handle. But I'd want to, if I'm paying for online ads, paying two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000, I want to make sure that it's going to be worth it. Um, and that I'm out of time where I can handle it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Where are you from again? I'm from San Jose. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, was that the biggest reason why you stuck around and went to Palmer West? mostly <clears throat> mostly yeah it was just convenience to be honest um and like my family's from here um florida's too hot um so yeah what about you 
I actually ended up picking Palmer West because when I went to, yeah, I'm from Arizona. So when I went out to visit the school, I just kind of looked around and I was like, this seems like a really good place for me to be in, in regards to like environment, I like the smaller class feel in the smaller school. But also, I, I mean, I was impressed with, I got <clears> to sit in <throat> on Cooperstein's lecture um, and I got to sit in on Sousa's lecture. And then when I found out more things about them, I was like, well, that's really cool. Like you're learning from the people that are writing the books. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the awesome part. There's so many really big professors at Palmer like that that are just just like a textbook of knowledge, like Sousa. Um, I, I don't know if you know Dr. Nook. No, um, he's a little after my time. Yeah, he's a little after your time, but he falls along the same wavelength, but he's much more into the, mo yeah, I think you would like him probably more even because he's like a big motion palpation guy. Nice. Uh, and he has like a really good philosophy, um, I think. And yeah, he, he's really good too. Um, Coop's unfortunately gone now though, as I'm sure you've heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had to pay our homage to him at, at that seminar when we were with you guys. I don't know yeah. where Kamir is at. I don't know if he's going to be popping on. He might be stuck watching that game because his bets are riding. <laughs> but either way, we'll we'll keep it going. How about uh how about you give us a little more background about where you're at in school again? So you're in eighth quarter. Uh yeah. tell us about some of the clubs, those type of things that you're involved with, and then seminars that you've taken. <clears throat> um, so I'm an eighth quarter student at Palmer. Um, we're in like the third or fourth week right now. I'm the, in terms of clubs that I'm involved with. Uh, so I am president of Rehab to Performance. Um, so we're a club that focuses on sports rehab in active care um, and trying to, I guess, fill in the gaps um, beyond what the rehab courses at Palmer teach and try to bring in new ideas, advertise various seminars, just help students start learning about rehab earlier on in the program because I think that's there's kind of a gap in knowledge often between knowledge of passive care versus knowledge of active care because there's only so much time in the program and the only, we only really get two real classes to focus on active care and if you don't come in with like, you know like a personal training background the way that I, that I do for example you're going to be very behind when it comes to that stuff and it's going to be difficult for you to be able to give the right exercises to your patients to go along with whatever um, adjustments and soft tissue work that you're also giving them. Yeah. Uh, progressions and regressions are very powerful things to know. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And then any other clubs or seminars that you've taken? Oh, uh, in terms of seminars I've taken, I've taken quite a few. So I've taken uh, two PRI courses. I've taken the Connor Harris biomechanics course. I've taken factor um, I've taken fascial manipulation level one, uh, taken DNS. I'd say those are probably the main ones that are most relevant. Um, and then I'm also personal trainer, strength and conditioning coach. Awesome. Um, so just to give a little more insight, like for some of the students out there that don't know what we're doing with, uh, with HVLA, what would you say was, uh, your experience going through that course? Um, so I really liked it. Um, I really liked the amount of contact time that I had with you guys because um, there's a really good ratio of students to instructors. And I feel like all the help that I got was very personalized. Like you didn't just come over and check me for like 30 seconds, be like, that looks good, move on. You'd actually sit there, watch me, and then give me very good personalized feedback in terms of like how I can improve like the way I create force, like my positioning, all that. 
Um, and I just thought that that was, you know, incredibly helpful to be able to get that level of like one-on-one knowledge and be able to get those reps in um, with a second set of eyes from people like you that I consider like uh, the top tier in terms of like adjusting abilities. So what, what, what made you want to take the course? The reason I wanted to take the course is kind of the same reason why I've taken the other courses why I've gone to MPI seminars, all that is because I want to be able to get as much feedback as possible on my adjustments and be able to get as many different like opinions and ideas in the mix to see what works for me and what I can do to improve where I'm at now. So then that way, when I get to clinic, all my skills are already going to be there. And all I have to do is focus on more of the like diagnostic stuff. So that way I have all the hard skills down because for me, I have a lot of the, I guess the rehab stuff down, but it's like adjusting at the end of the day is what we're being paid for most of the time. And like, that's why people seek us out as chiropractors. So it's like, it's something that I definitely need to prioritize in terms of um, my skill. Right on. Hell yeah. So you took the seminar and, you know, you were there for both days and uh, what would you say? Because, you know, we we filmed everything for you guys so you can go back and watch. Have you utilized that stuff or do you tend to go back and see what that looks like? Um, I mean, I ha- honestly, I have not done, gone and looked at the films. Um, I probably would at some point. I do have pretty good retention of like what I learned, but I think it would be definitely, it's definitely very helpful that you guys took those type of films because a lot of those seminars don't. And I think that that... Anytime uh, any a seminar or course that I've taken includes that type of thing, it's always very helpful. Like there's like there's a lot of courses that I've taken that did do it. Like Connor Harris, you can still go back and look at all that stuff. That was super helpful, and your guys' course doing that. Um, and it's just it's great because like you can't expect yourself to remember every little detail. Yeah. Uh, being able to have that type of knowledge is super helpful. So. Yeah, and so in eighth quarter, you're getting ready to go into clinic. Mm-hmm. what and then what where where are you in regards to boards um so i've taken i just took part once um still waiting on my results stressful <laughs> yeah wake up at 4 30 and then start clicking refresh until you get your scores that's how it goes yeah when, uh you didn't get to meet chris but uh he's the guy that lives in reno we all live together and i mean it was like 4 59 and he knocking on the door boom 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 <laughs> Board scores are going to be up in 60 seconds. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Stressful. But either way, you, you're going to be fine. If you felt like you failed, you did a good job. Me, like most people, I think thought the spinal anatomy section was a little difficult. But um, other than that, I felt pretty good. About this one, so. Yeah, they. I mean, school, they do a good job preparing you for boards. You know, they do a very, very good job for that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure yeah. your fail rate is going to be pretty low um, in regards to like the people that are taking it at the same time as you in the same school. Um, Palmer West is pretty good at that. So I'm pretty sure all Palmers are, all Palmers are. Um, So back to some more like manipulation type stuff. What would you say was something that stood out to you in regards to the seminar outside of like the, the, the things that we had already listed before? I think just the things that stood out were just, I guess, just, I guess just like the technique that you guys used in like, getting me to change my technique in order to match my body was was really helpful I liked a lot of the extremity adjustments too especially um like those were really really helpful I think that's my favorite clip from the whole weekend 
yeah stand on the elbow and you just happen to stand yeah there, the perfect shot no i've actually genuine response like i actually went around at school like for two weeks after hitting that adjustment on people and people were like pretty freaked out by it a lot of people were scared when they saw it because it looks pretty intense um but it's an awesome adjustment um so i'm super grateful for that especially and some of the foot ones too like i really like that sub taylor one where you put the uh, foot between your legs um i still use that one how about this? Let's, let's describe describe you. I mean, if you could back up the camera and give us a flex so people understand what kind of body we were working with in regards to helping him change, like how you were putting force in. And, you know, classically, people will look at you and think they're, you're going to be heavy handed, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, very forceful or whatever it might be. Um, what would you say changed for you like during that process ever since then? I guess like it's like I gotta just learn how to scale up my force to to the person that I'm working with. Um, so it's like if I'm dealing with a small person, all I kind of gotta do is like fake drop on them, like kind of fall on them, and they'll go. Um, and it's like if I'm dealing with a, like a reasonably sized person or a bigger person, I need to like really drop into them and drop my chest through my hand the way that the way that you taught me. That's that was the biggest thing. Is like when you when you changed my drop from a, like a trying to do a, like a pocket to pocket, like leg drop to a chest drop that just worked so much better for me. And it really allowed me to take advantage of my size, I guess, and kind of use my own mass to my advantage. So, yeah. Yeah. Mechanics are fun, aren't they? Yeah. You start to like peel the layers back. It starts to make a lot more sense, especially because like what you're, you're about the same height as me, right? We're about five, eight ish. Yeah. I'm about eight. Yeah, but weight wise, I'm like one, I'm 180, 185 wet. And you're I'm uh I actually lost some weight. I'm like 211, but I lost like the bad weight. So yeah, <laughs> right now. But I was about yeah. 220 ish. I was like 220, 225 when I took the seminar. So yeah. and you pull and squat and bench a boatload of weight. So you got plenty of power in reserve for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Just boast a little bit. Let's hear what numbers or what the numbers sound like. Uh, so I have a six eleven squat, um, a four fifty seven bench press, and a seven twenty seven deadlift. It's insane. It's awesome. I love it. Um, are you planning on practicing in San Jose afterwards? At this point, I'm thinking probably not. I haven't really figured out what I think where exactly I'm going to practice. I want to look into either maybe joining someone doing like either a partner practice or temporarily working under someone for like a year and then eventually trying to open my own thing. I haven't really figured that out quite yet. I just want to sort of network with people and figure out what my options are and then sort of weigh the pros and cons of each one and just make sure that if I go work for someone, I can find someone that's willing to pay me. I guess because I have that coaching income already, I kind of have the ability to be a bit more flexible than other people do in terms of like who I'm willing to work for and like what I'm willing to take. But, you know, obviously I want to try to get, get to work with work under someone who's going to pay me what, like what, so. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, how about this? Ever since taking the seminar, what questions do you have for me? I guess like how much of what, like, did you guys like come up with all those like like uh I guess the like the fancier adjustments on your guys' own? Like how did you like or were those like things you guys learned from people or so, kind of like at the beginning, you know, we when we give you guys the slides, we kind of pay the homage to all the people that we've taken seminars from. 
you know, MPI, McClure, SFMA, FRC, FRA, and the, the, the amount of seminars we've taken in conglomeration between all of us is, is quite a lot. And we've all discussed a lot of stuff uh, throughout time since we were in school and beyond. We literally chat every single day and discuss like our assessment process, um, how to clean it up more. And in regards to like manipulation though, like when you're adjusting things, we didn't invent a single thing. We just kind of polished it, I would say. Uh, and we noticed that people would take seminars and they wouldn't necessarily polish up on their skills. And they would expect that one seminar to be the thing that's like, well, now that I learned it, I know it forever. And their practice was very minimal. And then also that was the other thing with other seminars we had taken. It was like, you would do, you would learn like a T-spine move and it would be maybe like 10, 15 minutes of you practicing it, maybe one or two people. And then boom, you're done. And you're moving on to the next thing. And we wanted to make sure we took ample amounts of time, giving you different body types, making sure people are switching around and then re-reviewing -re it in the morning. And especially because sometimes questions pop up the next no, day. I, yeah, I really like that approach. Um, I think that giving like almost too much content, you know, can be kind of prohibitive too. It's like taking that time to review what we've learned and re-go over stuff. So that way it actually sticks. Because like the thing is, I remember the adjustments that I learned at your guys' seminar, I would say more than I read. So like I, what I was saying is like, I remember the adjustments I learned at your guys' seminar, I think a lot more than I remember at some of the other adjusting seminars I've been to. Just because I guess I got more opportunities to practice them. I got more feedback on them. And yeah, I think that really helps with having the review component. Yeah, so we were we were thinking about like, okay, what moves do we need to show? And to be honest, it's the ones that we that we decided to utilize the most were the ones that we tend to see most most often in our office, you know, in regards to like the shape of the person that we're working with. So mm -hmm. because you do have to make that kind of decision when someone's laying on your table after you're assessing them and you're like, oh, my gosh, this person's hyperkyphotic. And normally I like to do this, but it's not seeming to work. It's like, well, justify why you would do something a little bit different, because you know, we have between all of us, you're going to have 29 years of experience, you know, we're all out of school, and we've seen body types, and we tend to come up with the same solutions for that specific body type. So I wouldn't say the moves are anything that we've, we've like, invented at all. They're all things that we just brushed up and cleaned up and figured out a really nice place to put it with people in regards to like how you're assessing something. So you'll have more success for the extremities. There's a a lot of people out there that do different things. Like I, I remember when I went to, um, I went to a guy's office specifically just to learn the first Met head move that I saw him post on YouTube when I was in school. I, I'd never seen it before. And I was like, what is this? And he's like, this is a really simple move. And for like the next 15 patients, he literally did it on every single one. It was like, watch, watch. I was like, sweet, but teach me. So he taught me. And, um, but it was something that was common in, in life West curriculum. So it's not like this, like magic move that this guy came up with. He learned it in school and then just kind of passed the knowledge to me. I go back to school and I show it to my friends and I'm like, this is, this is sweet. Like, this is a wonderful first met head move. It's, you know, on a, on the opposite side that we typically were manipulating, um, in the cuneiforms and everything. So we were just like, where would we use this? 
And uh, so we just started figuring things out and it started to create more results for our patients. Um, so that's why we kind of piled all those in there. And then for, you know, like in regards to like spine stuff, you know, when we have the level one spine and extremity, but in like our level two, now we're getting a little more in depth with like, why would you put your hand on someone's spinous process to manipulate that? Like, when is that an appropriate time to do that? What type of body is that really going to fit with? Why would you do more of an anterior to a lumbar to a lumbar region versus like just trying to go straight through extension and rotation, you know? So that's why the, there's a little bit of the levels to it because you should master the fundamentals and the basics that you're going to most commonly see. Like I bust out spinous moves on people every now and then, but for the most part, I can create a lot of success without it. Yeah. That's something I definitely want to learn because I, I pretty much don't really do any spinous moves. I want to say on people at this point in time. Um, so I would definitely be really interested to learn like, when do I do spinous contacts and when do I not? Like, for example, with CT moves, I've always found um, thumb moves to be difficult, I guess, because of like the shape of my thumbs. Yeah. But uh, actually, my buddy Nate, who was at the seminar, kind of opened my mind to it um, and taught me a way that works a couple times for me. So I'm still kind of trying to work on that one as well. Yeah, and that's what it's all about is getting with your buddies and figuring yeah. out like, how they're using these things. And be like, oh, they're like, oh, well, I kind of stiffened my hand like this instead of like just putting it there and you're like wait i didn't realize i was just doing that and then you pick up on something and it helps you so much yeah it's yeah. like those it's all about the mild little details you know which we hammered with you guys is we want to make sure you're understanding that the mild details is what sets you apart because mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's really not super challenging to manipulate a t-spine in the neck and a low back there's times it is um, but if you are precise and you have good finesse, good skill, good hand placement, good touch, um, you're not grabbing on someone's shirt as you're trying to roll them over, you know, the, those little details make a massive difference in patient satisfaction, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So with, uh, students that might be listening right now, why would you tell them to take the seminar? What would you give, what kind of advice would you give them? I would say that you should definitely take this seminar because the level the level and quality of feedback that you're going to get is going to be unmatched. Um, it's just the amount of the feedback that you're going to get is going to be pretty much like second to none. Like it's, you're going to get so much contact time with these guys. Um, you're going to really become masters of moves you either already know or new moves that you've never done before or new ways of doing a move and just just the way that the the way that I improved my adjustments just with these little changes and little details was just was just really crazy. Like I was a noticeably better adjuster after the seminar, especially my side postures. Um, so, was that the most challenging move for you, side posture uh, going into that? Um, I would say it was like hit and miss. Like I would get it right sometimes, and then not on other times. And now it's mostly hit. I almost at this point, I almost never miss a side posture unless it's like a really tough person. I don't want to sound too overconfident, but like I haven't, I'm not, I'm not missing a whole lot the way that I used to. And, you know, occasionally there's like a hard person where something just won't go right. But it's, it's, it's become very consistent um, since taking the seminar, especially. Um, so, so that's really, really good. Happy to hear that. That's what it's all about. That's why we want you guys to be taking this stuff so you can practice. 
we've yeah. we we want our profession to kick ass, man. You know, like mm-hmm. we want you to be good with your hands, be confident, not have to worry about that kind of stuff when someone walks into your office. And it's gonna, dude. You know what's wild is that it's gonna change drastically because now you're heading into student clinic. Things are gonna get a little more serious. The docs are gonna be a little more on you with like why you're gonna do something. So your justification has to go like go way up. And then once you get into like the outpatient clinic, now you're working on the public and you get to experience what those bodies are like. It's nothing like, you know, your classmates. Mm-hmm. Your classmates are very healthy for the most part. Um, they're getting, you know, set up on quite a bit. They know what to do when they're in the position. And then when you get someone that's never been like an adjustment, had never had an adjustment once in their life. And they're like a 45 year old construction worker that's having back pain for the first time or maybe 50th time in their life. And they're like, yeah, I've, I've never been treated before. No massage, no stretching, nothing like that. They eat like shit and, you know, they move like shit. And then you have to manipulate and it it goes different. You know, the, that experience is tough. But, yeah, you know, we don't want that to be on the the back of your mind. We want you to be thinking about other things like you should have the confidence like you're you're saying, you know, you don't want to sound too overconfident. It's like, dude, that's the kind of confidence you should have. You want that confidence. But being honest with yourself, it's like, that's yeah. really important. Yeah, no, like I for sure have still my, some things to work on and shortcomings um, with with my adjustments. But I would say like my side postures became like were a weakness. And I would say they're now definitely my strong point. Um, so, cool. yeah. Love it. What other things would you tell students? Anything else that you would say about this, the seminar, your experience? Um, I just think that the, I guess just the ways of ways that you guys did things was just like a little bit differently. And it was just like a nice, unique flavor on like, let's say like anteriors, for example. Um, like you guys had some, like a lot of little subtle tips there, like turning the head to the side, the T, some of the TL junction moves really good. Like the one where you push the hands down and they're laying prone. That was good. Um, just, I, I feel like, especially the second day, I picked up a lot of like kind of new moves that are just really great helpful and I think that um any student would benefit from from going to the seminar and then uh and then for yourself what do you have planned what uh, what's your next seminar what are you going to take so because I'm taking kind of a lot of like rehabby seminars at this point in time I think I'm going to just focus on just applying that already existing rehab knowledge because I already use a lot of that rehab knowledge on my clients so i'm probably going to be focusing more on adjusting seminars so if there's a level two coming by i'm for sure going to take it with this and just think i might go down deeper with fm as well fascial manipulation because that's what i like for a soft tissue um so i think down the line i'm probably going to look at taking level two three and four um then maybe eventually even doing the fm school awesome we love to hear it well thanks for uh thanks for doing this we really appreciate it yeah, yeah. No Demir tried getting there and yeah. it seemed to really work too well for him. But either way, I really do appreciate you taking the time to talk to us and maybe get some yeah. some more encouragement out there for some of the people that don't know us, you know, because we are new to this whole the whole world for this. But, um, <laughs> you know, our, our goal is to get in front of a lot of faces and, you know, just help give back and make the profession that much stronger. Yeah, um, like I think very highly of you guys. Um, you guys are a really good group. Um, you guys have really good advice, not just adjusting advice, but also like career advice and like good, I guess, just real experience on like what it's like when you get out. And I think just the more people you have to talk to 
on that front, the better. So I think, I think it was, it was definitely worth it. Um, and I'd recommend it, like anyone who wants to get better at adjusting should, should go ahead and take it, you know? Appreciate it. Yeah. We might be coming back out to San Jose. We're trying to figure things out. I just announced that I'm having my second baby. So some things might, might Congratulations. Shift. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Having a boy. Pretty excited. So, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of get some things set for potentially the summer. We'll be able to get okay. back out there, um, but we'll we'll keep in touch. We'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, Sounds I'm good. Gonna, I'm gonna chat with Kendra and all them again. See see what what all you guys are wanting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd definitely go. So. Awesome, yeah. brother.